Previously on that Cthulhu John. Honey, there's something that is drawing from you. It's affecting your mind. But now it's starting to affect your energy, your your life force even. How do I get it out? Can you get rid of it? Hun, I think the answer may lie in this director that you were talking about. You didn't bring that necklace, did you? It's very, very old. It seems of this world, but from somewhere long forgotten. I can't freak out everywhere I go for the rest of my life. Yeah, Jack Scrapyard. Yeah, you know uh, by any chance if uh, Maroon Semi showed up? But you're saying you have it, is what you're saying, without saying it. I'm saying it's here. Yeah, I'm right. not saying it's leaving, though. As long as I know my baby's safe. And you look at your hand, and it's gushing blood. Sir, your hand is perfectly stitched up. Walter... You go to Rutherford Brightley's building. Department of Anthropology, perhaps? As soon as you open the door, you see that Rutherford Brightley is there with three other people. Oh, Mr. Pendergast, we've been expecting you. Thanks for joining us for That Cthulhu John, episode 29. We are a real play called Cthulhu Podcast. I am George, your keeper of arcane lore. And with me are my friends and investigators. Chad? Not in the face! Chuck? Uh, is, is somebody there? And Jenny? Howdy. Alright guys. See, I did a voice that time. I get scared. I thought it was like brought to you by Rutherford Brightly. (laughs) I'm your keeper of arcane archaeology. Oh, he he took over this broadcast. Oh, Mm -hmm. speaking, I have your friend Walter in my clutches, right where I want him. (laughs) Clutches. That's a good one. So last we left off, uh, Walter had walked into Rutherford Brightly's office. The office that showed that he is the chair of anthropology. When he walked in there, there was Brightly and three other people. As you look around, you see that there is one woman amongst the four of them. But the one that stands out the most, aside from Professor Brightly possibly, is a very large gentleman and... He kind of gives a look at you, like, um, he gives a, yeah, he gives a look at you, a strange look, actually. And standing next to him is someone who could possibly be his opposite. It is a shorter guy. It is obvious that this guy, you know, works out, but he's maybe got a gut on him. He's thick. He's thick. Yeah, there you go. He's a thick boy. And... Uh, He's got a very well-trimmed beard. And then next to him is the woman who is wearing a, like, sage green and black plaid skirt uh, that's in one of those A-line skirts. 
She's wearing a button-up shirt beneath a blazer that matches her skirt. And uh, she's wearing glasses. And Rutherford brightly goes, Allow me to introduce you to some people. And he says, Yes, do. And he turns to the very large gentleman over there and he goes, This is Willis Freeman. His specialty is biology, biochemistry. He's a teacher of it here. He nods. And Willis reaches out a hand and says, uh, Nice to meet you. Um, we've uh, heard some positive things about you. Uh, well, uh, I'm pleased to hear that. Uh, greetings, everyone. Thank you for taking the time and uh, allowing me this opportunity to speak with you all. And uh, the and he shakes uh, Willis's hand. Okay. And then the guy next to him, uh, the shorter guy with the well-trimmed beard, uh, leans over and uh, goes to shake your hand. But before he can grab your hand, Rutherford brightly gets, says, This is Professor Thomas Winklespect, Doctor of Mathematics. Nice. <laughs> and the guy shakes your hand and goes, Hi, uh, just Tom will do, really. <laughs> I like it. Uh, pleasure. And he looks a little more cheerful meeting this gentleman. He gives you a smile as he shakes your hand. And the nice. woman, she brings her glasses down and nods at you and brightly chimes in with, This is Dr. Raquel McLeod, linguistics. And she uh, just puts her glasses back up again, <laughs> readjusts them, and gives you a nod. Pleasure to meet you all. I'm Walter Pendergast. I specialize in the restoration of lost and forgotten artifacts and sometimes information. And that's why, uh, Mr. Pendergast, why you are here today. This group of people all have parts of the Speculum Magus in their possession. The entire collection? The entire collection is split between us. Most impressive. And everyone, it would seem, of course, that Mr. Pendergast here somehow got his hands on, and when he says somehow, he rolls his eyes a little bit. He says somehow got his hands on our dear Raymond's books. With the best of intentions, I assure you, he makes to reassure everyone. Mm -hmm. He does like the, uh, the settle down now gesture with his hands a little bit. <laughs> All right. <laughs> And the big guy, Willis, he kind of gives you, he gives you a little nod, but a look like, should we trust this guy? I gotcha. He gives a little suspicious look. Understandable, given the circumstances. And then the other guy, uh, Tom, says to you, uh, well, uh, I guess I should uh, break the tension in the room here. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I've noticed some mathematical well I shouldn't even say coincidences we're fortunate uh, to have your expertise and he kind of takes his lead there and he says well here's the thing it was Rutherford who told me that you actually cracked the code 
Well, I can't make full sense of it, but yes, uh, when confined within a cubic uh, boundary. It says, yeah, when combined into a cubic parameter, you can see that the angles all intersect <laughs> to one point, actually. Have you gotten to there yet? Uh, that's about as far as I'd gotten, yeah. He goes, wow, wow, I am really impressed with that. Well, to be, a, to be fair, I uh, didn't exactly crack it all on my own. Uh, it was a collaboration of ideas. But uh, I suppose my diligence uh, has brought us to this point, for sure. Okay, and after you say that you didn't do it on your own, he gives a look of slight disappointment. Ah, well... He does have a reputation to uphold, and uh, mm -hmm. starting off with a lie isn't the best way to do it. So, ah, very noble of you. I hope I haven't disappointed anybody with that revelation. He uh, kind of notices the air. <laughs> he says to you, uh, "No, no, not at all." Mm. <laughs> but uh, you know, it, it, it is a pretty tough code to crack. So, uh, yeah, I mean, I had uh, certainly spent uh much time pouring over the pages and making some sense of it but um gosh uh you know i kind of been a little more worried about some of the other stuff uh the the books that you have i mean do they have similar notations about the uh meteor shower and the serpent people you hear brightly clear his throat from across the room uh, very loudly trying to get your attention <laughs> uh oh you reel out <clears throat> I looked at Bradley you look at him and he goes well that's actually where I come in Mr. Pendergast between you and I how familiar are you of that which is beyond the veil of what most people can see uh well <clears throat> he clears his throat and says uh as he unbuttons the uh, top shirt top bit of his uh, shirt there to reveal the scar in his shoulder and mm -hmm. he says uh well i guess it's probably not even freshly scarred yet but uh says i unfortunately have first-hand uh experiences with what most would call supernatural and he goes to cover the wound back up recently in fact he says to you what caused that i say uh surely uh you have all heard some of the recent news reports of whatever uh tamed cat the uh, the authorities to seem to have dubbed it. Oh uh, yes, that's right. The the wild animal attacks. Uh, they were saying it was something like a bear or a tiger or something along those lines. Oh my! Uh, something fearsome, but uh, I assure you, it was no cat or bear or anything the authorities thought it was. And he turns to the rest of the group and he says, well, this must be what I sensed on him. 
who turns to you and says, uh, Mr. Pendergast, once you are touched by that which is unknown to man, or at least to most men, and uh, Raquel McLeod in the back kind of clears her, her throat after he says that, and brightly just kind of rolls his eyes at her when, <laughs> when she clears her throat. And he goes, says, Mr. Pendergast, I sensed on you a type of energy that is only left by otherworldly things. I say, well, then perhaps it is fortunate that we've uh, made our way here to meet each other today, then. I... uh, have to admit, I was a bit apprehensive at first, not really sure what to expect. But uh, he uh, kind of lets out a would would probably come off as a breath of relief and uh, says, uh, "I I'm looking forward to, uh, to seeing what we can uncover here." But uh, he kind of clasps his hands and looks around. Uh, there wouldn't be uh, any coffee about, would there? <laughs> And uh, we'll leave it at that with Walter. Um, let's see. What is Heather doing? Actually, no, no, no. Let's go back to Lenny. He's he's still earlier in the day. Yeah, let's go. So, Lenny, what are you doing? I kind of just kept walking. Um, walking around thinking I might have stopped somewhere to get some, get some food. A, a sandwich mm-hmm. stand shop of sorts. Something with long hots on it or something like that. Uh-huh. I roast something or other. Um, I don't know. Just wander around, think, be that weird guy that sometimes is mumbling on himself and is swinging at nothing on the street on occasion. With your uh, still bloodied, uh, wrapped or towel wrapped hand, it looks okay right now, right? Unless it's back. The, did it go back to looking okay, or did I say it stopped bleeding? I noticed that there was there was none. It, was, it wasn't really there, so I tried to f- figure that out. Right? Yeah, yeah that's right. That's there right. was no blood. You tried to figure it out, and then it turned back uh, and to I, normal. I, I still couldn't. I still, I still don't know what's going on. So just being weird, I'd probably wander around and maybe even end up at the fireside, honestly. Um, okay. Hit the uh, open. Lenny, you just kind of wander around, and for you, it's still like... Earlier in the morning? Um, probably wander around for a few hours, I figure. Yeah, probably. Uh, wander around. That's kind of you just being in a stupor. I mean, you are yeah. very low on sanity. Yes. Not too good. Starting to lose it. Yeah. So, we'll say that takes you out to 2 o'clock in the afternoon when they're at the psychic. Okay. You spent four hours just kind of going around and being nuts. Sounds good. (laughs) (laughs) Holding my hand under my arm still with the towel around it, even if it's not bleeding, just, I don't know. It's just, yeah, feels right. Just in case. Mm -hmm. You're still, so you're still putting pressure on it. Yeah. All right. And walking around, just kind of cursing and. Maybe mumbling about things that have happened to you. Trying to evaluate, evaluate some things. Mm-hmm. Kind of talking to yourself a little bit. 
yeah. not caring what other people are thinking right now. And you kind of snap yourself out of it and figure you got to do something right now. Uh, there's, you got to pull it together. Yeah. So, you know, drowning everything in alcohol seems to be the right choice. Mm-hmm. Always. Kill it off with booze. So mm-hmm. I'll, I'll head there a little early. Whenever, uh, whenever I get there after two, at some point, just end up there. Start right. wandering that way. So after two, I mean, since you were just wandering around, let's say it takes you an hour to get there. Takes you out to three. Okay. All right. You finally get to the fire sign. Uh, they open the door, even though it's you know three p.m. in there and the sun is out. Still pretty cold out, but it's one of those 35-degree days. You know, not quite freezing, but still pretty cold. I mean, I've been kind of popping in and out of stores and stuff here and there, I guess. Uh, getting yeah. coffee here and there just to, I don't know, something to do. And also to, you know, just be weird around people. Mm-hmm. Make you them s- uncomfortable. <laughs> it's very Philadelphia also. Yeah. yeah. You still can't <laughs> feel your fingertips when you have that hot coffee in your hand. Yeah, oh jeez. But you start to pull your shit together. You head to the fireside, go in, and it is dark in there, even though it's you know midday. As it should be. Uh, and the sun is shining. You, know, you open the door, and the people in there all shield their eyes, and they're like, oh, what the fuck? Come on now. Close it, close it, <laughs> asshole. They're all like, would you close the door? God. Kind of have to squint to see where I'm going in there, but try to head to my seat. All right. So you head down to your your seat, which is in the corner. And there's some broad uh, at the jukebox when you sit down. Oh, no. Yes. And... And she's... she's at, <laughs> I totally forgot about her. She's at the jukebox, and she's putting uh, quarters into it. And you see her hit a couple buttons. Here we go. And some country music bullshit comes on. And uh, she's, she turns to Sal, and she's like, Sal! Sal! Turn it up! Turn it up, Sal! <laughs> Come on, you gotta get the party going in here! She's like, it's a Saturday! Come on! Walk down to the end of the bar. Sit down with a, with a loud flop mm-hmm. she uh, comes over to you like a fucking gnat to a bug light put a 20 on the bar I say what's going on there Sal uh, I'm gonna need one and one uh, pretty bad keep them coming <laughs> goes uh, alright there lady and I'm trying to trying not to look over at her even though I see her in my peripheries coming my way <laughs> yeah, here we go <laughs> tractor uh, beam what am I in for Sal looks over your shoulder you can see that he sees her coming and uh-huh. he rushes to go grab you your drinks. Oh shit, here she comes. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And she goes, hey, I haven't seen you before yet. Yeah, you know, I was out of town for a few days, uh, but you know, I'm here a lot, uh, plenty. It's uh, Lenny, by the way, hello, how are you? Oh yeah, good to, oh, good to meet you, Lenny. Is you, can you give me an appearance roll? Is that it? Oh. 
17 is a pass. Ooh, he's uh, feeling saucy tonight. It's a hard pass, not extreme. You and your roguish good looks. So you just he lights a he lights a strike anywhere match on his scruff on the side of his jaw. <laughs> it probably looks like he hasn't slept well and unshaved, exhausted. Yeah, but it looks pretty good in the dark. Yeah, uh-huh. <laughs> goddamn parts. And the lighting in there, she's like, "Hey, you know what?" Why don't you come dance with me and we can get this party started? It's it's Saturday. Uh, you know, uh, it's a little early for me to start dancing, uh, you know, but uh, after a couple, uh, you know, who knows? Yeah, but I, um, I put up another 20 on the bar. I say, uh, Sal, why don't you uh, get me some quarters? She can go play the jukebox. I'm trying to get rid of her a little oh, bit. Oh, nice. Right. <laughs> and she right. says to you, oh, wow, thanks. I'm going to play some good songs, okay? You're going to love it. Yeah, I'm a little... You like Skinner? Do you like Skinner? I don't want to say yes, but yeah, who doesn't, right? Just <laughs> <laughs> good, because I'm going to play some killer ones. You know, like not like the ones that everyone knows. You know, some B-sides. You know, it's and they got them in there, man. This is a killer jukebox. I tell you, you are quite fun, lady. You you play the you play your uh, skinner. She goes, yeah, yeah, yeah. I wanna... Do you want me to play anything for you? Any songs? Just not your cheating heart. That's all. <laughs> <laughs> nice. She goes, no, it's not a party song. Come on. <laughs> and she goes to the jukebox. Come on. <laughs> Suddenly she's got a little Michael Keaton Batman in her. Yeah. <laughs> you want to get crazy? <laughs> Come on. Uh, let's get crazy. So, Lenny, you're at the bar trying to drown your brain in alcohol. Yeah, and this lady keeps making me use my brain. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but you're coming off smooth as fuck, though. I guess so, yeah. So... She's away at the jukebox for a little bit, but only like 15 minutes, something like that. It's plenty of time to do two shots at least. Mm-hmm. Yeah, totally. Yeah, you got plenty of booze in you at this point, but it hasn't really kicked in yet or anything. Just kind of staring staring down into my rocks glass or whatever. Jesus. You know, I'm thinking. I'm, Just avoiding eye contact? I pretty much, yeah, because they're probably going to be eating snakes, making snakes. Popping snakes. <laughs> Making sure my hand's not bleeding from time to time, but if it was, I don't really know if I would say anything anyway. I don't, you know, just trying to just forget, but also think about you at the same time. Right. I get you. <laughs> I get you. Like sad people do. Find some perspective. Like, yeah, but people with bad problems more so, you know? <laughs> he seems like he's in a bind. All right. So you're just drowning your questions with that you don't have answers to with whiskey or... I mean, I'm not going too hard. A, a few at first to, to get that nice buzz rolling. But I do kind of want to talk to Heather because, yeah, you know, she uh, knows about all that weird uh, astrology and whatnot. Maybe, uh, <laughs> maybe yes. she'll have some insight, some way to help uh, without shrinking my brain. I love this baby steps. So hey. Do I know much about 
torture? Like, would I be able to give myself shock therapy <laughs> without killing myself? <laughs> I don't think so. <laughs> Probably not. Yeah, it's easy. You just cut the wire off your lamp and then just hold the How many the points do you have in self-shock therapy? <laughs> do you have yeah. any points in there? It would probably be medicine, right? It would definitely be under medicine, but that's fucking crazy. Oh, I might be able to do it for you then. <laughs> Electronics, maybe. The knowledge yeah. of what might, what might kill you. <laughs> you do a combined roll. <laughs> Little flatliners. So yeah, I'm pretty much just hanging out, waiting to talk shit with her um i'm i probably even buy that lady a couple rounds so that she passes out sooner than later so i can actually talk without having to deal with her all night all right so it's not nice but sniper over the lady's here. gonna get wasted because they're gonna make out <laughs> no they're not <laughs> so she comes over to you after her turn at the jukebox and she says to you hey hey you're in the mafia uh, nah, I'm, I'm just a driver, lady. I don't, uh, I don't really, uh, you know, I don't do that kind of stuff. Says what? Say, uh, Sal, why don't you get this lady another Alabama slammer? Said, <laughs> I said, it a double. I said, like what's a, like a pint, pint drink? I, I think. I, nice. I, 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 I <laughs> Yeah, no, I heard what you said, lady. What did you mean by that? And I kind of kind of lower my voice. I look at Sal, and I don't really mind, because he, he probably knows a thing or two about a thing or two. Right, and uh, so she says to you, all I asked was, what's the matter with you? <laughs> yeah, like I said, lady, you know, I don't talk about my personal things a lot with nobody. I don't, I don't do that stuff, so... Uh... Oh, no, nothing like that. I mean, just what's the matter? Why aren't you up dancing? You said you wouldn't. You know I got a lot going on right now, lady. Uh, I'm sorry. Uh, I never caught I'm, your I'm name. I'm bleeding all over the place. Yeah, I got uh, hurt myself pretty bad. Uh, low on blood. Probably shouldn't be drinking, but you know how it is. So she goes, "Oh, okay. I get it. That's that's cool. Whatever." And she goes to the other side of the bar. Okay. Oh, and starts bothering someone else. <laughs> Nicely done. Right. I'm glad it actually it actually worked. That didn't work on Heather. <laughs> <laughs> the cold shoulder does not work. It's too persistent. Nope. <laughs> That's all that intelligence. She's too smart for that shit. She's seen it before. Yeah. Yep. Seen it a million times. <laughs> not getting rid of me, buddies. I know what you're doing right now, Lenny. You're deflecting. <laughs> Let me. What did you dream about? Let me take my book out. You need to deal with it. Don't bury it. You need time to process. This is good. You should really meditate. Have you considered yoga? <laughs> <laughs> Your Whoa. aura is really red right now. Yeah, it's probably all that blood. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So eventually Heather comes into work. Or did you want to do anything between you getting home and work? Just uh, see how... Um, Ginger was doing, like, what condition she was in. Was she still sleeping? Check on her, and she is just out. She is just asleep. Per- and there's nothing on the walls? Just no. Like, perfect. No. Great. I, like, tiptoe around. I don't even wash my face because I don't want to wake her up. And I just want to get out of there before waking the sleeping dragon. Okay. So you try to get out of there without making any noise. So give me a stealth roll. 
man. <laughs> I mean, I love Rosie's, but I don't think I have anything in that. I mean, that's a good thing if you oh, great. Oh, I do have something in it's that. It's a I great do. time to work on your filth. Don't fall off the table. <laughs> Look like. Nice. Throw a grenade in the room. Uh, 94. Oh, no, that's not that's not high enough for a, a, uh, a crit fail. One more point up would be a crit fail. Crit fail. Cool. Crit fail. <laughs> um, so you do fail at those. So you're walking through there, and you step on a floorboard that just goes... Makes a pretty loud sound. You turn around and Ginger hasn't moved or budged or anything. She doesn't look like she was bothered by the floorboard. Great. I leave immediately. All right. So you get out of there and head to work? Yes. All right. So you head to work. You going in a little early or? Yeah. Since you like, didn't spend any time at? At home. At home. Yeah. Yeah. Like I just don't want to. I don't want to see anything. I don't want to be there when she wakes up. I'm trying to Lenny this shit out and act like it's not happening. <laughs> I gotcha. You're learning a thing or two from him. <laughs> yeah, we've we've been trading our um, uh, philosophies on life, I guess. Yeah. Funny how that happens. Yeah. So, Heather, you go into work a little early. You get there around 3.30. Not too long after uh, Julie has bounced around to several people trying to get them to dance. You come in and sounds like, hey, look who it is. You're not 20 minutes late like usual. Uh, I figured figured if I called out the other day, I can uh, come in a little early today. He goes, oh, okay. That was all right. You know, it just, I just, uh, I just didn't get a break or anything. It's just straight through. I didn't mind it too much. I really appreciate it. If you want me to take over early, I can just jump in. You know what? Why don't you go ahead and do that? And he, uh, you know, goes to cash out the register for himself, checks the till. I, um, uh, make sure I tip him before he goes. Hey, take that with you there. Thanks, so. He goes, hey, thanks, Lenny. Uh, do appreciate it. And he puts it, you know, in his pocket, takes all the tips up that he made. Then he, uh, turns to you, Heather, and goes, well, you're captain of the ship now. And when he, when Lenny says, let me like square up with you or tips him out before he goes, I see Lenny then and yeah. like run over because I haven't seen him disheveled. since uh, that's right. the call. And I like run over and give him a very unwanted hug, I'm sure. Yeah, very un- uncombed. There's like a winter <laughs> hat sitting in front of me. Like, oh my God, you're back. You're back. Oh my God. Your seat missed you. We missed yeah, you. You know, I kind of missed this, this spot right here. Let me see your hand. What happened? Oh, that number I called you from, uh, you know, I kind of accidentally f- slipped on some ice, put my hand through the window, and then used that knob as an opportunity to go in and use their phone. Uh, you know, I was going to try to do it without breaking the window, but, you know, <laughs> accidents do happen. And all, you know, it's a, you know, silver linings. It is good to see you. Just a regular Wednesday. Uh, Missed you. Yeah, getting stuck up there was kind of ridiculous. Lots been happening lately. Uh, we haven't we haven't discussed things, but you seem to know about some like you know uh, spiritual, I don't know voodoo, hoodoo, whatever you call it. Uh, but yeah, I figure we should probably trade some notes. Oh my god! Trying to figure out how to deal with some stuff. Hold on, let me get behind the bar. Hold on, I'm coming over, and she runs around the bar to get in. Okay. 
to go down to his corner. Take, okay. Like immediately ignores everyone. Take your time, you know. Uh, <laughs> get us both the shot, and uh, you know, get the bar around. All right, ring the little bell and get everyone that a fire bell. Bring. That'll wake everyone up. Put a little chip in front of everyone. Oh, no, it's gonna wake her up. Oh yeah, and heads up. I'm not a Julie. Oh no. <laughs> Whoops. Oh, I, when I see her, if she's at the other end of the bar, then I guess I have to get in yep. where she is. So I'm like, serious eye roll, like, oh my god. You give a big eye roll, but uh, I guess Julie... Not too... Yeah, but I guess Julie doesn't Just... see it, because she comes over and goes, Hello! Hello! She says, she go, and she turns to one of the dude that she's hanging on right now and goes, This is my friend, Heather. She goes, she's the best. He goes, Sal... Sal's just a party pooper, you know? Let me introduce you. Heather, come here. You're so good at this, George. This is... Yeah, this is so many customers. This is wonderful. Incredibly accurate. Do I know who she's, like, introducing me to? Because he's probably a regular at of the bar. Of course you do. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, hey, yeah. Yeah, he looks up. He's like, yeah, we, we know each other. And he goes back <laughs> to looking at his beer. Okay, so he wasn't liking it either? No. No one's liking it. This is my no. friend, Heather. <laughs> hey, Julia. How's your stomach feeling? She goes, oh, yeah, I feel way better now. Way better. Great. Great. You know, hair and a dog. I'm hair a- and a dog. Uh, yep. <laughs> I can see that. <laughs> Seemed like you got here pretty early, too. She says, yeah, I woke up at, like, one and I have nothing to do, so I just figured, why not? Yeah. You know, get day drink why on. Don't you- it's Saturday, Heather. Fucking party. Without saying anything, I raise my shot glass and do it. Why don't you do me a favor? Can you, can you do me a huge favor? Oh. Just. <laughs> and go play some money and i give her like a dollar and quarters and be like can you play some talking heads on the jukebox just to get rid of her again <laughs> all right so you go to so you send her to the jukebox to play some songs for you and she goes anything from my buddy and she grabs the quarters and goes over to the jukebox and i guess you go straight over to lenny yeah and i pour our shots and mm-hmm. and i take it Immediately, also. All right, so. You know, in some ways, having somebody to just, like, immediately run down and play songs in the jukebox all night, that's not terrible. I mean, like, that's... No, it's not. It's great. That's kind of redeeming in its own way. <laughs> Nobody else wants it's to like, get off their seat and do it. It's just like a little kid. You're like, oh, it's, you know, I don't yeah. know. Look what I can Here's do. $5. Don't spend it all. <laughs> Let's count how many chairs are in the house. Go ahead. Come back and tell me, and I'll think of something else <laughs> to have you count. I don't know. Whatever people do with kids, I don't know. It's probably stuff like that. That's uh, pretty good. All right, so she's still over there being annoying, but you are talking to Lenny right now. You guys are trading notes. Yeah, um, I tell her I've been seeing some things. Yeah, you know where uh, I don't really know what's real at the moment. Uh, you know, sometimes I see some weird stuff, and then all of a sudden it's not there, and I don't know if it ever was there. I went to the hospital again today when I got up. Why? I was bleeding all over the place. It was squirting out everywhere. Chaos. Is that why you're holding it under your arm like that? Yeah, I mean, I think it's fine right now, but I, I don't know. I don't want to look at it. 
Well, did they did they do anything? Did they just let you leave? They said it was all right. I don't know. They didn't seem to notice that the blood was squirting right in their faces and all over the walls. It was, uh, you know, it kind of became a little comical, but uh, really scary <laughs> at the same time because, uh, you know, is it me? Is it them? What's going on? Are these all pod people? Uh, did they live come out yet? Oh, yeah. <laughs> just say, uh, you know, my Rowdy Rowdy Piper, or what's going on here? <laughs> oh, they live? I don't know if that came out yet, but uh, <laughs> pod people movies definitely were out. Yeah, yeah. Anyway. So, uh, yeah, and then I keep seeing snakes and snake men and snake ladies. I don't know, snake fingers, snake legs, snake spaghettis. Wait, hold on a second. I love... Hold on. Let me get my dream book and see what snakes mean. Because I'm assuming she has, like, a stack at work. Because she likes to read them to the... And, like, horoscopes, because she likes to read... It to the customers, you know, another thing of everybody. That kind of makes sense. If you want to read them to the customers. Yeah. Okay. That's like your jam. Let's see. Yeah. That's actually not a bad book to have on deck there. Mm -hmm. So you have the dream interpretation book. I'm not sure what that says about what they would actually say about snakes. However, I guess every dream interpretation book's a little different. Yeah. I mean... I have the exact one in my Snakes head. Snakes are picture. probably like temptation. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, um, I know that uh, your teeth. I know your teeth falling out is like anxiety. Yeah, that one I know. About snakes. That's uh, pretty wild. So, um, oh yeah, this all started uh, when I was injected with an unknown substance a few days ago. Uh, before uh, I ran around in the woods. By who? It, it doesn't matter who it is. She's definitely like squinting at him, like she's thinking, like, "What the hell is he talking uh, about?" Like, look, I was looking after somebody, and uh, I don't know what happened. All right. I mean, how am I supposed to help you if you, you don't want to tell me about any? You don't have to know that part. All right, I told you what's important. All right, all right, you know, all right, all right. <laughs> call him whoever you want to call him. You can call him, you know, Carl. All right, fine, Carl. Carl the Snake Man. I mean, with the Snake Needle. That gave me snake fingers, snake dreams, snake waking nightmares. Do you work with him? Like, are you going to see him again? Why are you asking questions? All right, moving okay, on. I'm sorry. Moving on. All right. <laughs> Give me another shot. <laughs> you look in your dream interpretation book, and snakes uh, seem to indicate that uh, it's a fear of something creeping up on you. Hmm. Brutal. So I read that to him, be like, are you scared of some, like, I mean, obviously there's a lot of stuff going on, but some like, I'm not asking any questions, but are you, is there something or someone you think is creeping up on you? Uh, I mean, that's kind of sounds exactly what snakes do, right? I mean, uh, I don't know, maybe no one specific or I'm not sure, maybe a whole family of snake people. I have no idea, honestly, uh. Have you slept at all since this? Very little, yeah. I mean, sort of, I guess. Oh, yeah, the doctor the other day, he looked like somebody else that I know, but also a snake man. But he was just a doctor, and I almost... Well, I don't know why. I mean, I Is this, Was Walter there that time? Yeah, that's when he... Uh, <laughs> yeah, that's when he brought me in. <laughs> he wasn't in the exam room with He you, wasn't though. in the room, no, no. No, but it... Uh, he said his name is Dr. Finkelstein. He sounded looked just like somebody I knew, but uh, 
And then, you know, it wasn't that guy no more. It was Dr. Finkelstein all of a sudden. Heather, you have some medicine knowledge, mm-hmm. right? Got some points in that. Mm-hmm. Uh, I would just wonder if you would ask Lenny if you could see his hand. Yeah, I definitely You don't have would. to roll for like, it. Oh, okay. I keep asking him. Just let me see your hand, Lenny. All right, fine. I'll tell you if it's bleeding or not. Lay it out on the bar in the towel. Just, mm-hmm. like, leave it for you to open. Okay. All right. So you open it uh, gingerly. Oh, it better have snakes in it. Mm-hmm. And uh, <laughs> very carefully open it up. Mm-hmm. And you see that there's no blood or anything like that on there. Uh, he's facing their palm up. And it looks like a very good stitch job on his hand. There's no blood or anything. I don't know, Lenny. This looks pretty clean. Like, the stitches aren't even red. Like, it doesn't look like it had been bleeding since they stitched you. Yeah, I guess so. It looks all right. Um, yeah, it looks fine to you, too. Gave me some antibiotics. I guess that might have helped. Uh, I don't know. Yeah, it looks pretty good, now that you mention it. Uh, I mean, maybe whatever they stuck you with just made you feel weird. Maybe it's... Like some it definitely hasn't worn off completely yet. But after effects. I'll, I'll tell you, the alcohol seems to help, honestly. Feeling okay. <laughs> I know. It, it always does. It's almost back to my old self. Um, I definitely want to tell him about seeing the shapes. Yeah, I was wondering. Like I tell you, I don't know, that my roommate was seeing the shape, these shapes, and they were three-dimensional, even though they weren't. And then I started seeing them, and... I don't know. I don't want to pile on. You seem like you're dealing with a lot. So you're but... seeing shit too? I got snakes. You got shapes. A, a lot. And uh, uh, Walter's been there a couple times for my episodes. Well, uh, at least Walter was there for you. Wasn't Lenny there when you flipped the plate over? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh-huh. It would have been... Was that last night? Right. So I just tell him. Oh, yeah. You did yeah. say something. So I just tell him, like, I'm still seeing it. I don't know. Maybe uh, maybe they drugged you, too. I don't know. Well, somebody did something, Seems but... pretty weird. Oh. Uh, so uh, you said your roommate started seeing stuff first. Uh, what did she tell you? Yeah, she was seeing some the shape, and then now she... Uh, I went home... She was drawing on the wall. I told you guys. And so she brought that shape know, home. She... Where did she get it? Where did she see it? I don't know where she saw it, but she's in this play, and I don't know. There's just stuff that kind of matches up. Like this word she keeps saying, Carcosa. Carcosa. Um, it's she described it to me, but like I can't picture it. She, it's like a space, and up is down, and down is up. And, oh, Carcosa. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Of course. So, yeah, of course. Was, there's. There's t- stone people and. That's uh, you said this uh, the play is about this place. What is it? Sci-fi. Uh, you know, Star Wars is all right. <laughs> it sounds like it. She said it's in the play. Um, I guess I'll find out sooner than later since I'm gonna start working there soon. You get the job for this uh, this this quack director. Say so, yeah. Uh... Yeah, that's where I'm gonna pull that curtain for a hundred dollars a night i don't know if she says it's weird something might be weird about it you better watch yourself i know i think i'm just gonna come along make sure things are right watch your back maybe i know you don't believe in it but maybe me and walter went to 
a psychic today. I'd like to at least know where it is. You were, uh, you what now? <laughs> Me and Walter went to a psychic. You went again, huh? Yeah. This one was Walter's you, idea. Uh, did you hurt this lady too, or uh, she come oh out alive? <laughs> was that too soon? I kind of forgot about that. <laughs> you never even sent like a sympathy card, and for the and, listener, uh... Jenny just clutched her chest because <laughs> she was laughing so hard she couldn't oh. breathe. Oh my god. I totally forgot yeah. about Sabrina or whatever. Miss Selena. Didn't mean to bring up uh, yeah. such a sensitive subject. Sorry. Oh. Sorry, calm down there. Toots. No, I didn't hurt yeah. this one. <laughs> Selena, the unbreathing witch. I just got my tarot cards read. Well, that's safer, I guess. From what it seems like, one of the cards seemed like the director of this play who... Sounds like a real asshole, but I think he's making Ginger crazy. Uh, I don't know. He's like a key to this. So I, even if I don't work there, I got to just go once. I it just. Yeah. No, you definitely need to look into this. I can't live like this forever. Yeah, I'm going to go down with you. Even if I don't go inside with you, I'd like to know where it's at in case anything does happen. Oh my uh, God, thank you. This does seem a little weird. This is all happening around the same time. And uh, if we could figure out while well, you guys are seeing shit, maybe I can help myself. Oh, that'd be great. And then I pour two more shots. Not that I, I believe in any of this weird, weird stuff. I know, or, you know, I know. If it's a drug that, it, that they're pumping yep. in the air or something, then maybe they'll be... Oh, yeah. Mm -hmm. It's the ozone and everything. And it, right. I get it. I get it. If I remember that purple flower, I would have oh. tried that. But I don't remember the purple flower because oh. I got Forgeticus. Oh. I cast you a forget it, Forgeticus yeah. on me. He cast Forget About It on you. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> ah, you got me. Come on. That's good. Can't even remember a little bit. Oh, oh right. man. That's an old Italian spell. Um, if you do try to remember, like, during that stuff, you're supposed to, like, get, like, a real bad headache. And, like, do I think you do a constitution roll or some shit like that. <laughs> yeah. It's silly. You want me to roll something? No, I mean, unless you're really trying to think back to that time, but why would you right now? I don't, because I was just thinking about, uh, you know, there possibly being an antidote. And, you know, like flowers are antidotes, right? They make medicine and shit out of them, or opium at least, right? Come on. Uh, so I'll try. Might as well. 38, uh, uh, Constitution? No, 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 no. Um, oh, no. This was, no, you. Oh, it's just to see if I remember that purple flower that showed up in his yeah. office that I would have got. Forgot so I would need I would need a hard education roll from you. Hard education. Oh. Uh, School hard knocks. It would have been off by twelve. Do you want to spend the luck? Do you want to push the roll? I think I do want to spend the luck. I'm gonna spend that twelve luck. Even though I didn't get any the last two times. Can't All take, right, can't take so. it with you. That's true. You can't push it. You do, you spend... <laughs> Silly. Spend the 12 luck to hard pass it. So you hard pass, and you think back, and it, you start to have, like, a pretty bad headache from it, but you push through it, and you... It kind of flashes in your head that picture of Skinny Joey and Chucky holding up the fish together, and then you remember seeing the flower next to it. 
Mm-hmm. Well, it wasn't always there. It was more recent. Yeah. So I wonder if, if maybe that's what he got me with, and if I can get it, maybe. Mm-hmm. Um, so we'll see. Well, that's good. I'm glad I thought about it. I, yeah. It's worth worth the luck, I'd, I'd say. The knowledge. Could be a big one. Yeah, come to think of it, uh, I don't know. I do remember seeing this flower that the guy that shot me up he never had before. Well, uh, I don't know. When are you going to do this curtain thing anyway? I mean, I got to talk to Heather, but I would think, you know, soon. Like a Monday thing there? Or because we got that other thing tomorrow, right? Yeah. Yeah, we have a funeral tomorrow. Um, oh, wait, I wanted to ask. <laughs> so if you're, uh, you know, if you're sick of you needed some time away, how would you feel about going to Alaska? Like a funny story. My. Uh, I mean, uh, we should probably go somewhere a little warmer this time of year, I think. But uh, I, I don't know what's going on in Alaska. I got a call from my possible step grandpa and he oh, that's uh that's wonderful you gotta you got some more family out there i know uh he seems a little i don't know something was weird off about him but he i think he knows about the necklace that i have and he wants me to come up there with the necklace that's a little weird why wouldn't he just like uh ask you to send him the necklace or buy the necklace i don't know i i'm gonna send him pictures I'm not going to put a return dress on it, but, um, I don't know. I could... He didn't ask you if the one's with your feet, did he? No. The <laughs> 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 uh, necklace pictures, huh? Uh, yeah, it's, uh, I don't know, I guess it seems a little weird, but if it was your dad's, then, I don't know, maybe he wants it for... Your grandmother? Uh, yeah, he just seemed to, like, pep up on the phone when I mentioned it. And he called me because the last time I talked to my grandmom, apparently I basically put her into a catatonic state. She freaked out after the, getting off the phone with me, so he called me and honestly seemed more interested in the necklace and how she was feeling. You said she uh, freaked out? Yeah, she freaked out when I mentioned the necklace. You called Alaska? <laughs> Jeez, what would that cost you? Christ. Uh, so she didn't uh, seem too happy to hear from you then, huh? It's a little weird too, but, uh, you know, maybe maybe the apple don't fall far from the tree. Uh, oh, wait, no, your mom wouldn't be related to them. Well, then your, your whole family just kind of sucks. Sorry. <laughs> yeah. Tell me about it. I'll drink to that. <laughs> then pour another shot. Yeah, I'm yep. going to get yeah, wasted. It. All right, so uh, you two are kind of having... It's a heart-to-heart. This is the first time Lenny's really opened up, even if yeah. he's still withholding. Yeah. I want to say I catch him up on the whole thing, too, rather than repeating it like... I got you. Yeah, you catch him up on everything. Do you, Lenny, are you thinking about going to Alaska with her? Yeah, you know, it sounds like an idea, honestly. I wouldn't mind getting away from here. Uh, especially if uh, my name wasn't involved in any uh, travel records, uh, that would be very helpful. Um, well, I was just going to make him buy the tickets. He's the one that said I could bring a couple friends with me. If he wants the necklace there so bad, I mean, I'm not paying for that. Yeah, no, I mean, a trip sounds like a good time, and 
I never thought about going to Alaska. I guess it'd be something something different out of my uh, comfort zone there. Yeah. Um, maybe it'll be one of those ice road truckers I've heard about, but they haven't made sh- TV shows about yet for like another two decades. <laughs> 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 or imagine being whisked away. Alaska. <laughs> I'm going to eat a salmon with my bare hands. I feel like there's something I got to figure out here first. Uh, but yeah, I think it's a good idea to travel. Well, I'm going to ask Heather or... Oh, God, why can't I ever... want? I just want to call her Krusty Bottoms all the time. I'm going to ask a Krusty Bottoms tonight. Ginger. When I start work, because uh, I really do want to go with someone. But I, I have to oh, go. Oh, when you, when you start work. Yeah. All right. Um, called her Heather i know i can't i can't <laughs> just can't remember ginger they're just such 80s names that they're just like one name in my head um fair enough so you guys catch up with each other walter hey. you so you are still in the meeting with the other professors at university of pennsylvania so brightly after you get some coffee everyone kind of has a little cup uh brightly has tea and he says to you, have you uh, figured out yet the significance of the Aquarius Media Shower? Uh, I can't say that I have. I guess my best guess was that the points that I had been plotting had some reference to astrology, but I uh, really hadn't gotten far enough to figure it all out, unfortunately. He says, well... There's a close tie between the mathematical aspect that you seem to have figured out and the Aquarius meteor shower when it occurs. The only issue is to figure out the entire puzzle, so to speak. We will have to resort to unusual methods hmm he raises an eyebrow but piqued his interest uh well he tells you you seem to have figured out to put the line segments within a cube but you're thinking too small hmm there is another dimension in which you can view a hypercube. Hypercube. That sounds fascinating, but I can't say I fully grasp it. Are you believing this right now, Walter? Well, he doesn't really fully grasp what it is that he's attempting to describe, so it's mm-hmm. kind of hard to be all in, but, I mean, he's certainly interested enough to go along with it for now. Um, I mean, it's by far the most revealing bit of info he's come across so far after, what, I don't know, at least a week or more of study. Mm-hmm. This is a hypercube? He says, yes. Hypercube. It is a cube within a cube, cubed again. It's hard to describe. It is uh, not viewable in our third dimension. I mean, something beyond Fibonacci sequence? 
and he laughs at you when you say that. And he goes, the Fibonacci sequence is just logic put together, Mr. Pendergast. What we are speaking of supersedes logic. Fascinating. And uh, he takes a few sips of his coffee and ponders that for a moment. He says to you, Mr. Pendergast, what if I told you that the world was at stake? I'd hate to admit that that's the second time that's come across my mind recently. He says, yes, you have been touched by the other side, but the attacks were that you just said that you got hurt and uh, they seem to have been amplifying. Uh, Was it spreading? Were there more of these creatures showing up? There was a patient zero, yes. And from that source, more had apparently uh, sprung forth. Fascinating, fascinating. (sighs) Mr. Pendergast, you have seen beyond the veil. And because of that, we would like to invite you to join our small society here. I think I would very much like that, and uh, what an honor. He seems pretty genuine. Uh, He's a bit taken back, but uh, a lot of this is pretty fascinating stuff. and Certainly more interesting than any of the books he's read uh, prior to the Speculum Magus, anyway. Mm -hmm. So... Brightly says to you, Mr. Pendergast, welcome to the Mages Five. Gonna <laughs> 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 end the episode there. <laughs> nice. Oh man, Mages Five. <laughs> Holy moly! I didn't think I was turtly enough for the Turtle Club. We are a secret organization. Uh, you just joined a coven. You're finally, you finished their like little. Pretty thing. badass. Oh man. Oh my god. Make us better act like you know. <laughs> Majus. <laughs> Majus, please. Oh. All right, so we have officially laughed ourselves insane, but that's okay because sanity Ooh. is overrated. Oh yeah. Bum, 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 bum. shoe in for the Megas Five. <laughs> the Megas Five. Wow, I wish I thought of that. <laughs> really? <laughs> Copyright that. On a quarter every time somebody says it. Um, Megas Five. <laughs> I hope it's Motown. It's like Wizard Motown. <laughs> you know what? Fuck it. It's that's gonna be the name of the group. <laughs> <laughs> nice. I would just need something slow and bassy, you know, like some intro music. Yeah. Hey, this is George. Just a quick reminder to like, follow, and review us if you like what you're hearing. And if you want to support us and make our show better, head on over to our Patreon. You can always email us at contact at thatcthulujohn.com with any comments, and you can follow us on Instagram at thatcthulujohn.